Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Advocate Sipo Mantula is with us this morning for the Africa Update as per usual. We start out in Morocco this morning, uh, the first bilateral meeting between uh, the two foreign affairs ministers of the Ukraine and Morocco was held yesterday in Rabat since the establishment of diplomatic relations 30 years ago. Um, you, you know, you'd be surprised at how a country like Morocco uh, would have such strong ties with a country like Ukraine, but there seemingly is a relation. How did that bilateral go? Uh, Jumbo Africa, Oliver, in anything to the listeners as we are still on Africa Month, uh, remember that, Oliver, that this meeting of minds was important more so that uh, we have the Moroccan students who were trapped in Ukraine when this war yeah. erupted last year. So the meeting of yesterday, as we have said, it was almost three decades that they have a diplomatic relationship. Remember, Morocco also had to buy a face and say that they support sovereignty and territorial integrity of the UN member states. So the meeting between Borita as well as uh, Kuleba, it, it was mostly around uh, also the Africa peace mission that will be led by different presidents. So they have touched on bilateral between the two countries and the issues of the what they call a 10-point peace formula that has been brought by Ukraine as they were engaging with Rabata. So this meeting was very important because both countries, they also signed a memorandum of understanding uh, between them on issues that affects Morocco as well as Ukraine. And those issues are on uh, nuclear issues, yeah. humanitarian concerns, environmental issues and food security. Yeah. Uh, DRC uh, President Felix Chisekeri will be visiting China from tomorrow until Sunday. That's a long bilateral. Um, and they'll be signing some key several trade agreements between him and President Xi Jinping. I, you know, this doesn't surprise me given that China wants to get its hands on more um, pr- precious metals, specifically ones that are important for manufacturing purposes. I'm assuming those are one of the key trade agreements that will make its way into the dossier. No, definitely. But remember that the DRC is the world's largest producer of um, uh, cobalt, uh, issues of diamonds, gold, lithium, and tantalum. And now Tesekedi going to China tomorrow is also part of what he agreed with his cabinet last week, that they will be engaging uh, with China. He's meeting with President Xi Xi Jinping to review and sign those deals. And that, that deal, others are saying, it's amounting to $6 billion of the infrastructure for the mineral deal between China and the DRC. And as you know, remember that Tisekedi has been worried with this military, I mean, with this mineral deals that uh, the former president Kabila have signed with foreign countries. Now he is moving towards China. And as we have said, the China foreign policy towards Africa it's also on the issues of minerals. It's also on the issues of infrastructure. So we will observe what will this meeting of minds take yeah. because it's a long week a meeting that Sasekedi will be taking to Beijing. Yeah. Mauritania has had its uh, parliamentary elections uh, separate from its presidential election, which is next year. The ruling party, Al Insaf, uh, led by President Mohamed uh, Gwazoni, has won majority of the seats in the local and legislative elections. Uh, Oliver, remember those elections, they were vying for 176 seats in parliament. Uh, the ruling party, as we have said, El Insaf took 80 seats. Uh, and as it was announced by the Independent Electoral Commission, uh, this has given the uh, current president, Kusani, uh, to have that strength towards the 2024 presidential elections. 
uh, now you will understand that opposition will always complain about the massive fraud and others are saying that but the voter turnout was very good it was almost beyond 60 percent so if you look at uh, this uh, island Mauritiana, it is uh, it is important that uh, these elections have passed but they are planning towards the presidential elections from 2024 yeah UNICEF, a uh, very important story there. A new alert by the World Health Organization and the United Nations Children Fund has indicated that more African countries are facing cholera risk and spiking in Southern Africa is particularly badly affected. We're covering this in the very specific case of Amanskral today. But cholera seems to be a disease yeah. that still plagues the continent. No, no, correct. But remember, Oliver, even February, March, we have this cyclone Freddy that hit Malawi, Mozambique, uh, and Zimbabwe. We did, I mean, South Africa, there was no uh, cyclone Freddy. Tanzania, there was no cyclone Freddy, as well as Zambia. But these are the Africa, I mean, the southern countries that uh, this report is highlighting that uh, Malawi, Mozambique, South Africa, Tanzania, Zambia, and Zimbabwe are affected by this cholera issue. And again, remember, when you talk of this cholera, others are talking about vaccine. Is vaccine a tool? A uh, vaccine will be an overall solution no that's what the who and the unicef it is talking about also water investment how member states must look around these issues of water because if you think of or i mean of cholera you will understand that the this acute crisis that is facing south africa now and other african countries is also around how do we coordinate the issues of the treatment water sanitation and hygiene and if we don't arrest the same situations Children at schools where there is no proper sanitation and hygiene will be the victims yeah. of this cholera. And as you have said, Africa has been facing all these challenges of what we call epidemics, shifting, uh, the cyclones, climate change. So there is a lot that if one looks at this cholera outbreak, we should not look at it from South African vintage, but also that the African continent is facing the same challenge. Yeah. On this day in 1994, South Africa became a member of the AOU, um, of the OAU. Very significant inclusion in the global community, specifically on the continent. You know, Oliver, for us, as we are moving towards Africa Day, Africa Liberation Day, um, 29 years ago, this meeting was important. The then and the late uh, Foreign Affairs Minister, Alfred Nzo, was the one who uh, pushed this motion that uh, South Africa be uh, uh, allowed to be a member of the then Organization of African Unity at a summit that was held in Tunisia uh, in 1994 on this day. And we know that uh, later, 21 years ago, we reformed the OAU to become the AU. So it is important when we look at how South Africa became part of the African regional uh, body like the OAU and the AU and how we change it, like I said, 21 years ago. So it is a very important meeting of minds. And as you know, Oliver, uh, many meetings are happening this week for the Africa uh, Liberation Day. So we'll closely keep our listeners up to date as I'm coming live and direct from Tanzania, Arusha, Asante San. Asante Sana, Advocate Mantula. Uh, We will have the Africa update again tomorrow morning here on the show right now. Let's take a quick break.